God has appeared, bringing salvation to all, training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions, and in the present age to live lives that are self-controlled, upright, and godly, while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. The word of the Lord.
And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being raped with child. And so it was, that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were, in the same country, shepherds, abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. These words we hear every Christmas. 
Christmas were written by the prophet Isaiah more than 700 years before Jesus' birth. The great light of which he speaks is freedom from oppression, peace in the face of endless war, exulting joy instead of tedious sorrow, a light which overcomes darkness, life which overcomes death. The sign that points to the truth of these reversals of the human condition, the sign is not the consolidation of political power, a more authoritarian leader, more money for the rich, better war machinery, a wall to keep people out, prisons to keep them in. No. The sign that God's power and presence is with us, that hope is real, that darkness does not win, the sign is the birth of a child. For a child has been born to us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders. You know the rest of this text, immortalized by Hanukkah in his Messiah. He is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. Hope comes in the form of an ordinary event, the birth of a child, a child with tremendous potential, as each child is when they come into the world. A child who embodies hope and God's dream for a different kind of authority, an incarnation of God's love and reconciliation. Isaiah spoke into his ancient Judean context, into the very real darkness of his time. His oracle of salvation, his claim that God would act, is acting to establish peace and justice and righteousness forevermore. That may have sounded just as unrealistic to the people of his time as it does to our modern ears. Isaiah was calling for faith in a world where the signs of faith seemed insignificant and naive. We live in a world suspicious of faith. We place our hopes in people and things instead of in the God who created us in love. We try to shine our own very bright lights of commerce and ego, money and power, in our attempts to counter the darkness, the loneliness of our lives. But the prophet Isaiah and the writer of Luke's Gospel tell us a different story tonight. They call us back to the truth. The truth that God said, let there be light. 
there was light. The truth that God sends light this very night into the darkness, the very real darkness of our world. The darkness of hurt and pain, fears and illness, those things we carry in our hearts. And the darkness of our common life, systems of inequality, violence, hatred and greed, which threaten to overwhelm our humanity. The light has come into the world and this darkness cannot overcome it. It was probably dark in the stable behind the inn when Mary and Joseph arrived. Perhaps the innkeeper gave them a lantern or a candle to light their long night. His birth, like all births, was filled with pain, expectation, crying, and finally rejoicing as the babe is wrapped, cradled, and rocked by his parents. The shepherds came to see him. The animals warmed him with their breathing. Silent night, holy night, Son of God loves pure light, radiant beams from his holy face. We'll sing those words at the end of this service. The light has come into the world, and the darkness cannot overcome it. What we celebrate at Christmas, why we fall to our knees in gratitude and wonder, is that God is here in this world. Emmanuel, God with us. He's here in the midst of a world filled with darkness. He brings life and light of such power that even the darkness we know and see in the world and in our own lives will not have the final word. The light of Christ breaks into all the dark places, healing them with his love, giving us hope, shining forth God's reality of peace, reconciliation, and love. So tonight, Jesus is not simply the baby represented down there, as splendid, mysterious, and beautiful as this nativity story is. But he is the Word of God, the Logos, the incarnate revelation of God's very mind, God's creative and dynamic action, the plan of salvation from before the beginning of time. This is why we can see Jesus in Isaiah's prophecy. God speaks all of creation into existence. John's Gospel tells us, in the beginning was the Word. God speaks salvation into existence. God takes on human form in the person of Jesus. God communicates the plan for all creation through Jesus. He is God's Word of forgiveness and judgment. 
healing and light, mercy and grace, joy and love, freedom and resurrection. In him, these truths are not simply spoken, they are realized. Jesus comes to bring, to be this salvation, this reconciliation for all of us. Tonight we hear and see the baby Jesus in the beloved story from Luke. God gives himself to us in this way so that we have a hope of understanding. As a baby, like us, he cries, he laughs, he loves, he suffers, and he dies. In the story, we see a mother who bears all the love and pain of the world in her arms as she holds him, nurtures him, and ultimately watches him die on a cross. We need the nativity story because we understand what it is to be a mother or a father, a shepherd, a lamb, a traveler searching for a guiding light. The power and the mystery of the word, the eternal wisdom outside of time, is just more than we mere mortals can fully comprehend. So he meets us here, as we are, in the baby Jesus. What has come into being in him was life. And the light was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Now Mary knew, in her pondering, and the wise men who brought frankincense and myrrh to the newborn king, that there was to be darkness and death in the life of this child, as there is in all our lives. Good news is that the light which has come into the world through Christ will always shine in the darkness, and the darkness will never overtake it, because we know the rest of the story. We know he has risen from the dead, overcoming death, bringing new life. Our Lord and Savior, born this night, reconciling us to God through his life, his death, and his resurrection. A light for all nations, for all people. A glorious word spoken once and for all. Merry Christmas.
rejoicing in the love of God that has taken flesh among us in Jesus Christ, let us confidently bring to the Lord the prayers of our hearts this Christmas night, saying, Lord, hear our prayer. For all who gather in these holy days, that they may be blessed with the miraculous presence of the living Lord, their hearts quickened and their souls renewed, let us pray to the Lord. For the church, that we may always bear the good news of God's living presence in our world, witnessing to the true Christmas faith and living out that faith in love. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, For those lost in the darkness of prejudice, hostility, and fear, for those burdened by the yoke of injustice, terrorism, hunger, and war, and for all our brothers and sisters in any that the light and life that is the Lord might touch their hearts this night. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord for the homeless, those displaced by war and violence, and for children born in this poverty and pain, that there will be room at the end for all God's people. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord for the sick and the dying, especially those on our parish prayer list and those whom we hold dear in our hearts, that the God whose love extends from the wood of the major to the wood of the cross might bless them this night with the gift of peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord For those who have died in the hope of resurrection and all those whose faith is known to you alone, Rest in your eternal peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Rejoicing with angels and archangels, with shepherds and sheep, and with God's people everywhere, we offer thanksgiving for all the blessings of our lives. Tonight we give thanks for the many faithful souls who work to prepare the church, the music, and the liturgy as an offering to the glory of God. Let us pray to the Lord. All loving and gracious God, we thank you for giving us the gift of your Son. Confident of your continuing love for us, we have placed our needs before you. Hear us and answer our prayers as may be your will, through that same Jesus Christ, newly born in our hearts this night. Amen. Sisters and brothers, the peace of the Lord be always with you.
December 5th. So this is my first Christmas year, and it's a great privilege to serve here with Becky and Robert and our wonderful choir to offer this beautiful service on Christmas night. If you are visiting with us, you should know that at this table there are no outcast strangers or unwanted guests. All are welcome to feast at the table of our Lord, so we can come and be fed. Let us walk in love, as Christ loved us and gave himself as an offering and sacrifice.
calling of Israel to be your people in your word spoken through the prophets, and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus our Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took a cup of wine, and when he gave thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood, the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory. And we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray, you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, with all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country where, with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Saint Joseph, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. Thank you. 
darkness of sin and brighten your heart with the light of his holiness. May God, who sent his angels to proclaim the glad news of the Savior's birth, fill you with joy and make you heralds of the gospel. May God, who in the word made flesh, join heaven to earth and earth to heaven, give you his peace and favor. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you.